That's it. Let's give it up to the Lord right now. Come on, we're going to have a time when we get over yonder. But I believe that we ought to be having a time right now. Yeah, man, if you've been called out, if you've been baptized in his name, filled with the Holy Ghost, allowed to come before him with singing and rejoicing, you ought to go ahead and have a good time right now. Amen, I come to the house of God to have a good time. I come to the house of God expecting to receive something from it. How many of you know he's got what you need today? You don't have to walk out of here lacking. He's got what you need. Look at your neighbor and say, he's got what you need. Y'all can't tell I'm excited to be here. Amen. God's been doing such a great work around here. I don't believe he's near finished. Praise the Lord. I do want to give honor this morning to Brother Vasquez and his wife, the bishop and his wife. Could you give them a hand clap? All the ministry in this church, the saints of this church, such great people, such a great assembly. I love and appreciate y'all very much, your sincerity for the things of God. Amen. You have your Bibles this morning. If you turn to Exodus chapter 14 and verse 13, Exodus 14 and verse 13. Growing up, I played a lot of sports. Football, basketball, baseball. My sophomore year, uh, my coach, he asked me to run track. Put me on the JV track team. And I was obedient. I said, yes, sir, I'll run. Didn't really want to. But he put me in the 100-meter dash. If you know anything about the 100-meter dash, that's where the thoroughbreds run. You got to be fast to run the 100. And I was quick for about 20 yards. But after that, these little old short legs, they just wouldn't go fast enough. So, But that's where he put me. So I got down. I'll never forget it. First track meet. And I was pretty competitive growing up. I, was, I got 19 first cousins. And out of the first set, I'm the baby. And when we'd get out in the yard and play basketball, I had three of them was girls and three of them was boys. And I was the runt, and they let me have it. And the girls were meaner than the boys. My, my cousin, we was out there playing some three-on-three basketball, and I fell to the ground, and my cousin, she walked by me, and when she seen me, she just stomped her old heel, <laughs> stomped me in the mouth. She was rough. But it put some grit in me. So when I got down in them blocks at that track meet, I didn't have nothing on my mind but winning. And that man fired that gun off, and we took off. You know, in track, they say when you're running, always look straight ahead, but I couldn't help myself. I just kind of glanced over to the side, and me and this other old boy was neck and neck. And I thought to myself, well, everybody else must be pretty slow if we're winning. 
So right before the finish line, we was right beside each other, and I stretched myself with everything that I had and just threw myself through that little piece of tape. And brother, I rolled from about me to you. Got up, had blood running down my knees, blood running down my elbows, a little bit of pain, and all of a sudden I heard over the intercom, Philip Miller, first place. And all the pain went away in a moment of time. And that stretch right there at the end is what allowed me to take hold of what it was that I desired. I'm telling you this morning, if you want what God has for you, you're going to have to stretch your faith out and take hold of it. I know stretching hurts sometimes, but if you'll be willing to stretch, you're going to get what you come to the house looking for. Amen. Anybody going to stretch this morning? Y'all just lift your hands right now and just stretch. You ought to go ahead and just reach. That's right. Come on, we're going to stretch this morning. There's a miracle here for somebody. Yeah, there's a miracle here for individuals in this house. Praise God. Well, I feel the Holy Ghost this morning. Exodus 14 and 13 says, And Moses said unto the people, He said, Fear ye not, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, you shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore Christ thou unto me, speak unto the children of Israel, that they go forward. Look at your neighbor say, it's time to move forward. But lift thou up thy rod and stretch out thy hand over the sea and divide it, and the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. Verse 17, And I behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them, and I will get me honor upon Pharaoh and upon all his hosts, upon his chariots, and upon his horsemen. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I have gotten me honor upon Pharaoh, upon his chariots, and upon his horsemen. And the angel of God which went before the camp removed and went behind them, and the pillar of the cloud went from before their face and stood behind them. And it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. And it was a cloud and darkness to them, but it gave light by night to these, so that one came not near the other all the night. Verse 21, And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. By definition today, a miracle is a highly improbable 
or extraordinary event, unable to be understood by natural or scientific law, it is the work of the divine. It's the work of the divine. And I want to preach to you from this title for a minute, Stretched into a Miracle. Stretched into a miracle. Let's lift our hands. Let's stretch our hands towards heaven right now. Could you pray with me? If you got the Holy Ghost, I'm just going to ask you to pray right now in the Spirit. Come on, build your faith right now. Father, we love you. I thank you for your word this morning that's forever settled in heaven. Thank you for the anointing that I feel in this place. Lord, I speak it upon every heart and every mind. Lord, I pray your anointing upon me that you would help me, that you would bring things to my remembrance. God, that I would transfer faith to your people, that I would speak with clarity. I would say only what you want said and nothing more. God, let me be sensitive and in tune with what you want to do. I release the gifts of the Spirit to be in operation that your body would be edified and encouraged today before we leave. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I ask all these things. Can you clap your hands until the Lord on time? Come on, could you go ahead and lift your voice for a minute? Come to it. Come on, if you come with an expectation right now, I think the church ought to lift their voice. I think there ought to be a roar in this house that declares, hey, we are the victors. Hey, we come expecting the miraculous. Come on, there's a supernatural faith that's moving among us right now. Praise God, a miraculous stretched into a miracle. You may be seated in Jesus' name. If you're going to preach with me this morning, say amen. Throughout the book of Exodus, we see as Moses and Aaron would stretch, whether it be with hand or rod, the miraculous power of God would move on behalf of the children of Israel. As they would stretch, God would continually move. In the eighth chapter of Exodus, the sixth verse, the Bible says Aaron stretched out his hand over the waters of Egypt and a multitude of frogs came and covered the land. In the 17th verse, the Bible says that Aaron stretched out his hand with his rod and he smote the dust of the earth and it became lice on man and on beast. In the 9th chapter, the 23rd verse, it was Moses who stretched forth his rod towards heaven and the Lord sent thunder and hail upon the Egyptians. Again, in the 10th chapter, we see Moses stretch and the Lord caused an east wind to fill Egypt with locusts. In the 22nd verse, Moses stretches his hand towards heaven and God covers the land of Egypt with thick darkness. But you and I got to understand that before God would perform the miracle, it was the outstretched hand of these men that would cause the Lord to move. They first had to stretch their faith and with every stretch of faith, friend, their hands would begin to go up in the natural and the miracle that they needed would begin to take place I've come to tell somebody this morning, if you'll begin to stretch your faith, if you'll begin to stretch yourself out in a way that you have not before, the miraculous 
is going to begin to be performed in your life. Friend, the outstretched hand this morning is not enough. You've got to have a little bit of faith behind the stretch. There's got to be faith this morning behind the stretch. If you're going to get what it is that you need, faith is the only thing that's going to move God today. Not how good you did all week. Not how much you read your Bible. Not how much you fasted. Not the condition that you're in. But faith today is going to move God. The Bible says that you have the same spirit of faith. Spirit moves spirit. God is spirit. And his faith begins to activate. And your faith begins to stretch. And makes contact with the miracle that you need. See, what you desire today is already available in the spiritual realm. Before anything is ever manifest in the natural It's created in the spirit. But in order for you to see it manifest this morning in your life, it is your faith that will bring it out of that realm into this realm. Is anybody going to stretch this morning? Is anybody going to reach for the miracle that God has for you. I'm preaching to you right now. Amen. I'm on my sermon right now. You got to begin to stretch yourself out. And if you begin to stretch, what's in the invisible realm will become visible in the natural. This is not a carnal kingdom that we're a part of. This is a spiritual kingdom. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. All things were created by him. Invisible or visible. Whether it be thrones, dominions, principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. And in order for you to see it, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not yet seen. For by faith the elders obtained a good report. In order for you to see the substance that's already available, it's only by faith that it's going to become tangible. I got any believers in the house this morning? Come on, he said, without faith it's impossible to please him. I'm going to stay right here. He that cometh unto him must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. You got to learn to stretch your faith. You got to learn to exercise your faith. Stretching is the lengthening of muscles. If you don't use your, if you don't stretch in the natural, 
your body eventually will not work for you. And that's the same way that it works in the spirit. You gotta learn to stretch your faith. You gotta learn to activate your faith. You gotta learn to reach out and take hold of what it is that God has for you. Has anybody got their mind made up today? I'm getting ready to stretch. I've got to stretch myself this morning. Come on, stagnant, dormant faith ain't going to produce anything in your life. You've got to have active faith today. Faith that ain't never used ain't worth much. But you've got to stretch. You've got to stretch yourself out and take hold of what it is that you need. The Bible says in Mark chapter 5 that there was a woman who had an issue of blood 12 years, suffered many things to many physicians, spent all that she had, nothing was better, rather grew worse. When she heard of Jesus... I'm going to say it again. When she heard of Jesus, when she done tried everything else, when nobody else had the answer, when the doctor, when the doctor couldn't do nothing for her, when the physician couldn't do anything for her, when no kind of medication could help her situation out, her mind had to be in a whirlwind. But when she heard of a man, yeah, when she heard that a man was getting ready to come walking down an old dirt road. She said, hey, I believe that man right there has got the answer that I need. And I don't care if I got a push. Yeah, somebody ought to get out in the aisle right now. Just begin to stretch yourself. It don't matter if I got a push. It don't matter. You better give me some elbow room. You might have let your neighbor know, I come to get what I need this morning. I come to stretch myself out. She had it made up in her mind, brother. But she heard Jesus was coming. Bible says that she made her way through the press. It was thick around the Lord that day. But she said, but then herself, her, my God, her faith said, it was something that was eternal, brother. It wasn't just something that was getting ready to take place on the outward. But there was something on the inside of her. And she said, if I can just touch. Her faith began to say, if I can just reach out. If I can just stretch. If I can just touch but his clothes. She said, I shall be made whole. Come here, Jesus. Come here, Bubba. Give me, give me four, five, six men right now. Gather around this brother. Come on, just go to touching him. That Jesus right there. Come on, he's walking down an old road. But then all of a sudden, there was a woman with the issue of blood who began to fight and make her way. And she took hold of him. 
She grabbed hold to Jesus. And the Bible says that immediately, immediately, she felt within herself that she had been made whole of that plague. And Jesus stopped dead in his tracks and he turned and said what? Who touched me? Say it again. Who touched me? Say it again. I said who touched me? He said who touched me? See, he felt virtue flow from him. Now there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people grabbing a hold to Jesus, probably more than that. There was a multitude touching him. So when he turned and said, who touched me? Had to be Simon Peter. Smart Alec. What do you mean who touched you? There's a multitude touching you. Yeah, but there was somebody. There was somebody that touched me that had enough faith to cause virtue to begin to flow from me. There's a lot of folks in this house today and you might be reaching out and touching him, but if there ain't no faith behind the stretch, you will not receive what it is that you need. There's gotta be faith whenever you stretch out. It was the faith on the inside of that woman that caused what she needed, caused virtue to begin to flow from that man. It's your faith this morning and nothing else that's going to allow you to receive what it is that you need. To stretch this morning ain't enough. To touch him this morning ain't enough. To shout this morning ain't enough. To cry this morning ain't enough. But there's got to be a faith in you. If you just had just a little bit of faith, if you can just cause a little bit of faith to begin to make contact with the spirit of the living God, there's a miracle that's going to take place in your life today. The Lord told Joshua, he said, I want you to stretch out your spear towards Ai, for I've given you the city. And the Bible says that whenever Joshua stretched in obedience to the commandment of God, he went in and overtook the city and conquered new territory. I'm telling this church today, there's individuals that if you just stretch yourself, if you stretch your spear towards the enemy that you've been warned with, God's going to allow you to walk into new territory. He's going to allow you to step in to something fresh. My God, somebody got to hear me right now. Joshua obtained victory because he was willing to stretch. I said, stretch yourself right now. Stretch your faith right now. Stretch! Come on, stretch yourself. Stretch this morning. Stretch 
stretch yourself. Come on, if you need a miracle, just stretch right now. Come on, don't let it just be a lifting to the hand. But let there be faith behind it. Come on, let there be faith behind the stretch today. Prophet Elijah, whenever he went to the widow woman's house in Zarephath, we know the story, he, she fed him and well, all of a sudden her son died. Prophet Elijah went up there and the word says that he stretched. He stretched himself three times over that dead situation. And whenever he began to stretch, revival broke out in the house of that widow woman. If you'll stretch this morning, you might be weary. You might be broken. You might be to the point of death spiritually or physically. But if you just stretch yourself. Bishop, I believe every time he stretched on top of that child, he stretches a little bit further. I believe that that second time he stretches a little bit further than the first time. And I believe by the third time that there was a stretch on the inside of Elijah that caused that little old baby boy to rise up from that bed that he was laying in. Somebody got to hear the preached word today. If you need revival in your life, friend, it's here. And all you got to do is stretch. All you got to do is stretch your faith. And you'll see it in your life today. You'll see it begin to take place right now. But you've got to stretch yourself. Matthew chapter 12, as Jesus entered into the synagogue, the Bible says that there was a man there whose hand was withered. Scribes asked him, they said, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath day? Jesus said, what man shall there be among you? I shall have one sheep. And if he fall into the pit on the Sabbath day, Will he not lay hold of him and lift him out? How much then is man better than sheep? If you're in the pit this morning, there's a God who's calling to you. If you're stuck in a deep place, there's a God that's willing to lift you out. But I want you to hear what he told that man with a withered hand. He said, stretch. Stretch forth thy hand. If you need restoration today, if you're tired of being where you're at, if you're tired of dealing with what you've been dealing with, you stretch out your hand and the Lord is going to reach right where you're at and pull you out. And there's going to be such a restoration in your life. 
Yeah. That his hand was restored whole like as the other, but it all began with a stretch. When Moses stretched, miracles took place. When Joshua stretched, victory was given. Land was conquered. When Elijah stretched, revival broke out. When the man with the withered hand stretched, restoration took place. But it all started with a stretch. It all started with an individual being obedient to the command of God and reaching and taking hold for the record of what he needed. Paul said, I, I, not that I've comprehend, apprehended, but this one thing that I do, forgetting those things which are behind. Some of you need to forget about your past today. Some of you need to throw all that old junk out the window. Say, that ain't a part of my life anymore. Yeah, because when I went down in the water, I came up a brand new creature in Jesus' name. Somebody got to forget those things that you used to deal with and begin to reach forth to those things that are ahead. You need to press towards the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Somebody got to start stretching right now. Somebody got to start reaching right now all across the house. Come on, you got to stretch yourself. You got to reach this morning. Got to get it made up in your mind. I'm about to take hold of what it is that God has for me. Everybody praying right now. I'm not near done preaching I'm not near done preaching. I'm just going to follow the Holy Ghost. Where's my brother that plays the piano? I need your help up here right now. That's it. Come on, somebody stretch right now. Somebody stretch right now. Somebody stretch right now. I'm going to get it made up in your mind. I got to reach. I got to take hold. Come on, I got to cause virtue to begin to flow. I got to cause virtue to begin to flow. Come on, you. what you need is already created in the spiritual realm. What you desire this morning is already available. But your faith is the only thing that's going to bring it into the natural today. God always creates in the spirit. Genesis 126 says that God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. And there it was. The creation mankind brother the way that I see this is that there was a spiritual man because the Bible says that God made him in his likeness and his image God is spirit male and female 
created him. But it wasn't until the second chapter in verse 6 that the Bible says that he formed him. Out of the dust of the ground. He was already created in the invisible. Something that's unable to be seen by you and I today. Male and female was there. But a chapter later, God said, okay, now I'm going to form him out of the dust. If you look that word formed up, it means earthen. And after he created man and made him visible in the natural, listen to me right now. He took a rib from him, put a, let a deep, deep sleep fall on him, and he took a rib out of his side. And then... He formed a woman. Why are you telling us that, Brother Miller? Because I want to assure you that what you desire is available in the unseen. It's here right now. Brother and sister, can I pray for y'all? that okay? Would y'all stand? Could, could I pray for you? That's it. Everybody praying right now. Brother Hughes, I want you to come help me. That's it. Everybody begin to pray. Come on, we're not going to let this spirit die in here. There's faith in here right now. There's faith in here. This past year's been hard. It's been a hard year. This past year. Yeah. This past year's been a hard year. It's been burdensome, tiring, discouraging. You've made yourself get up. Sister, you've made yourself get out of bed. I, you, I've seen you. You've sit on the side of your bed and just cried and cried and wondered if anybody's seen you. I'm telling you right now, I see you right now in the Spirit. God's seen you. That's all right. That's all right, brother. There's been things in this past year that just seemed like it's just been ripped from your hands. I'm talking about things in the natural. But God's getting ready to change all that. Matter of fact, from this day forward, that season ends. I prophesy to you right now. What the canker worm and the palmer worm and the caterpillar. 
has destroyed. It's restoration coming. That's it. That's it. There's a turning that's taking place. That's it. Go ahead, brother, and pray. That's it. Everybody praying right now. Come on, everybody pray right now. Come on, stretch your faith. Stretch your faith. If you're a minister in this house, I just want you to begin to move. Come on, I want you to begin to move right now. Kinder Reto Mosataya. That's it. Come on, make it up in your mind. God has spoke to you. I'm selling out today. Come on. Come on, there's revival here right now. If you came here this morning and you need the Holy Ghost, just keep praying. Keep praying. That's it. That's the Holy Ghost. Go ahead. That's it, brother. Come on. Come on, there's joy coming back. There's joy coming in your life right now. Come on, the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's it. Sister, the stronghold in your mind that the enemy wars. I break it off right now in Jesus' name. I break the stronghold off that would try to divide and conquer. I bind it in Jesus' name. I bind it in the name of the Lord. That's it. Come on, everybody pray it. That's it. Continue to pray. That's it. Come on. Come on. 
Come on, let's pray right now. God's doing the work. God's doing the work. Kilo Boroto Bosataya. Sister, I want to pray for you. Is that okay? Did you lift your hands? Some problems with fluid? Different things? Yes, ma'am. I'm circulating right. Yeah. I'm finna pray for you right now. And it's gonna start circulating right. Kilo Boroto Mosataya. I Poreto Mosataye. There's a family member you hadn't spoke to in a while. God's going to restore that relationship. Okay? You hear me right now. That's a prophetic word to you. Okay? There's a family member you hadn't spoke to in a long time, but God's going to restore that relationship as you continue to move towards Him, as you continue to seek Him. That's right. It's coming. Kilo boroto mosataya. Sister Ellie, I want, to, I want to prophesy over you. Mama, would you come lay hands on her? I know you're taking pictures, sister, but I, I got a word for you. You're a promised child. You're a promised child. And any time there was a promised child in the Scripture, God 